Hey, welcome to the fourth degree with David, everybody. Before we get into this, I got to be honest with you. I'm not going to do this from my bathroom anymore. And honestly, if I have to explain why I don't want to do it from my bathroom anymore, well, then I'm not going to, I'm not gonna. It's just uncomfortable. It's a lot of pressure too. I'm, I'm not a young man anymore. And when I'm in there, I'm, I'm, I need to concentrate. You know what I mean? Not be recording a podcast. Plus, was it really that pleasant for you? Anyway, I'm sitting on my couch now. Still going to be called Fourth Degree with David, but I'm going to dispense with the potty humor. Anyway, uh, hopefully you're listening to this somewhere around the holidays. Otherwise, it won't be very timely. Uh, I'm going to release this just uh, sort of in the week before Christmas, uh, 2022. But I imagine you'll probably turn this into some kind of like tradition with you and your family. Maybe you have kids and as they get older, every Christmas you'll sort of sit around and put on this podcast and listen to it. So if this is your first time, welcome. If this is like something you've been doing as your kids have gotten older, or maybe it's like 2042 and you have kids of your own now, let's just get into it, will you? This is the Santa Claus episode of The Fourth Degree, and we're going to talk about if Santa Claus is real or not. Let's talk about Santa Claus. Is he real? Is he not real? What is he? Santa Claus, also known as St. Nicholas or Kris Kringle or Father Christmas or maybe just Santa, is a legendary figure who is said to bring gifts to the homes of good children on Christmas Eve. Just the good children. The bad children get coal. I don't know what they get now in 2022. They probably get participation gifts, which are probably just the same as regular gifts. I don't know. According to legend, Santa lives at the North Pole and has a workshop where he and his helpers, known as elves, make toys all year round. Then on Christmas Eve, Santa is said to load up his sleigh with toys and fly around the world, delivering them to children through the chimneys of their homes. Many people believe in Santa Claus and the magic of Christmas. The legend of Santa is an essential part of holiday traditions for many cultures worldwide. When you think about it, and these are the kind of things I think about, at least in the West, Christmas is a quiet battle between two powerful mythological beings and their followers. One would be Santa and the other would be the Messiah himself, Jesus Christ. We'll talk about this more in a few minutes, but you would be hard-pressed to argue against the fact that Santa is beating Jesus Christ himself at this Christmas thing. But let's take a look at Santa. First, they're traditional. The legend of Santa Claus can be traced back to the 4th century and to the story of St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas, also known as Nicholas of Myra, maybe Myra, I don't know, Nicholas of Myra, was a bishop in the early Christian church known for his generosity and kindness. He was particularly associated with gift-giving, and the stories of his kindness and generosity were passed down through the ages. In many European countries, the tradition of gift-giving at Christmas was initially associated with St. Nicholas, and the modern figure of Santa Claus is based partly on this tradition. He was said to have given gifts to the poor, especially children. As a result, he became the patron saint of children, sailors, and merchants, and his feast day is still celebrated in some countries with gift-giving. In the United Kingdom, the figure of Father Christmas dates back to at least the 17th century. He was originally a personification of Christmas and was not necessarily associated with gift-giving. However, over time, the traditions of Father Christmas and St. Nicholas merged, and the modern image of Santa Claus as a gift-giver at Christmas emerged. Meanwhile, over there in the Netherlands, the legend of St. Nicholas was combined with the Dutch legend of Sinterklaas, who was also a gift-giving figure. Sinterklaas, get this, was said to travel on a steamboat from Spain to the Netherlands every year, accompanied by his helpers known as the Zwarte Pieten, or the Black Peters. Sinterklaas is an important figure in Dutch Christmas traditions. 
He is typically depicted as an elderly man with a white beard, red bishop's robes, and a tall hat. The first recorded use of the name Santa Claus in the English language appears to be in the poem A Visit from St. Nicholas, which is more commonly known as The Night Before Christmas. You know, it's the one that goes like, "'Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house." Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. You know it. The poem was first published in the Troy Sentinel newspaper in New York on December 23rd, 1823, and it introduced the character of Santa Claus to the English-speaking world. In the poem, Santa Claus is described as chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and he brings gifts to children on Christmas Eve. The poem is credited with helping to popularize the image of Santa Claus as a jolly, gift-giving figure at Christmas. The poem helped to spread the idea of Santa Claus as a beloved figure at Christmas and contributed to the modern character of Santa Claus as we know him today. Some people believe Santa is a creation of the Coca-Cola Company. While the Coca-Cola Company did not create the figure of Santa Claus, its marketing campaign in the 1930s contributed to the widespread recognition and popularity of the modern image of Santa Claus as a jolly, gift-giving figure at Christmas time. The Coca-Cola Company did help to popularize the modern image of Santa Claus as a jolly, plump man in a red suit with a white beard. In the 1930s, the Coca-Cola Company commissioned illustrator Hayden Sunbloom. I think that's how you say it. Hayden Haddon. Haddon Sunbloom? Sunblom? Haddon Sunblom? Anyway, to create a series of advertisements featuring Santa Claus enjoying Coca-Cola. Sunblom's illustrations depicted Santa Claus as a happy, rotund man in a red suit. This imagery became very popular and helped to cement the modern image of Santa Claus in the public imagination. I like how all these descriptions have nice fancy names for calling Santa Claus fat. You know, he's jolly. He's, he's a jolly, happy man. He's rotund. He's plump. Back back then, they uh, they treated people with body positivity issues in a tender way that we don't do it anymore. Nobody's telling Santa Claus he's got high blood pressure and he should, you know, eat better. Now, is Santa real? Whether or not Santa Claus is considered real depends on your personal beliefs and perspective. Some people believe in the literal existence of Santa Claus as a historical or supernatural figure. In contrast, others view him as a symbol or embodiment of the spirit of Christmas. Finally, others may see Santa Claus as a purely fictional character. Those are terrible people. But, you know, we got to include them. In many Western cultures, the story of Santa Claus is told to children to add to the magic and excitement of the holiday season. For many people, the idea of Santa Claus is a beloved part of the Christmas tradition. It is enjoyed as a fun and a festive part of the holiday season. Now, I imagine most of you are thinking, Santa isn't real. I found that out when I was still a child. But Santa is quite real. Arguably, a lot more real than that Jesus guy. I'm not going to consider the argument that I need to see a real person for him to be authentic. I have yet to see most famous people in person, although I did see Leonardo DiCaprio once. But I'm sure they exist. On the other hand, most people who believe in Jesus don't expect him to show up for dinner. You know, so they'll believe in like, like we know the rock is real, even though most of us have never seen him. And a lot of people will say, well, Jesus is real, even though there's no real expectation that you'll ever see him. But they'll say, well, Santa Claus isn't real because nobody's ever seen him. That's what I'm saying. So how do we consider Santa to be real? Well, there's a couple of ways. But first, let's take a look at what an egregore is. And I learned about egregores from a woman who was talking about it on TikTok. So if you learned about it on TikTok, you know, we're the same people. An egregore is a term that refers to a thought form or a collective group mind that is created when a group of people come together and focus their thoughts and energies on a common idea. The concept of an egregore is associated with various spiritual and magical traditions, including occultism 
esoteric philosophy, and some forms of mysticism. Rather than a person or a thing that physically exists in our plane, an egregore is a kind of a psychic entity. This entity is created and sustained by a group of people's thoughts and energies. This seems like a stretch until you consider that some people believe that an egregore can take on a life of its own and influence the thoughts and behaviors of its creators and those who come into contact with it. See, that's an important point here. We're not talking about Santa as being some magical, mystical being. Well, maybe he is. But more importantly, uh, somebody, a group of people brought this concept of Santa into existence and the concept, the egregore, continues to influence the thoughts and behaviors of people who believe in him or just who are in contact with him. You don't even need, there's lots of people who'd say they don't believe in Santa, but they're, you know, buying gifts, pretending that they're Santa right now. An example of this, uh, you know, an example of what we're talking about basically is the collective group of people who purchase gifts for their children and attribute those gifts to Santa. In some cases, an egregore is created intentionally by a group of people who are working together towards a common goal or purpose. However, an egregore can also be created unintentionally, simply by the convergence of shared thoughts and beliefs. And you can kind of see how Santa fits into this. By combining the traditional, you know, the Father Christmas, the Sinterklaas, the Saint Nicholas, all that stuff, with marketing, Santa was brought into existence. His central role in Christmas, tradition maintains his existence and influence amongst billions of people. A friend of mine recently asked me what it would take for me to believe in Jesus Christ in the same way they do. She asked me if I would need him to physically appear before me. I said no, I don't really need that. But I would need some kind of proof that would occur consistently and reliably. Something that you could count on, maybe. Something real, even if not directly related to Christ's physical presence. I'll leave it to Christians to provide that proof because, I honestly, I just don't see it. Yeah, spoiler alert in case you're going to hurl uh, accusations of ignorance at me. I was raised Roman Catholic. I went to a Catholic school and I had plenty of indoctr indoctrination. So don't assume I just don't know about Christ. I do. I'm just taking Santa's uh, side in this. We can see evidence that Santa is real all around us during the holiday season. We see his likeness, people dressing up like the Coca-Cola poster version of Santa and more. People can name his reindeer, right? Like you all know the name of his reindeer. Uh, he has a Canadian postal code. But most importantly, millions of children will receive gifts in his name on Christmas Eve. And many of you will say at this point, but what about the children whose parents can't afford gifts? Isn't that proof that Santa isn't real? That he's just parents buying gifts and saying this is from Santa? You know, that's a good point. But what about all of those children who will receive gifts from complete strangers, even though their parents maybe can't afford it, through the many gift-giving charities? These gifts are given anonymously to unknown recipients just so they can be gifted in the name of Santa Claus. If that doesn't prove that Santa exists, what more do you want? Well, in 1897, an eight-year-old girl named Virginia O'Hanlon wrote to the New York Sun and asked if Santa Claus was real. The response is the famous, Is There a Santa Claus? editorial. This is an 1897 essay written by Francis Farsalis Church, an editor of the New York Sun newspaper. In it, Church responds to the letter from Virginia. He begins by using scientific evidence to explain why it is impossible for Santa to exist. But, he then explains that although there is no physical Santa, his spirit lives on in our hearts and minds. Finally, Church concludes, Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. He exists as certainly as love and generosity and devotion exist. And you know that they abound and give your life its highest beauty and joy. So now about the Jesus versus Santa question. 
Christians will tell you that Christmas is about the birth of Jesus. And I'm not kidding. I actually had one telling me about that today. Uh, And although many Christians celebrate the birth of Jesus on December 25th, that date is not really connected to the actual birth of Jesus. In 336 AD, the Roman Emperor Constantine probably was the one to choose December 25th as the date to celebrate Christ's birth. Why this date? Well, one popular belief is that Christmas was established to coincide with the winter solstice. During this time, the days become shorter and colder, signaling the end of the year and the start of a new one. Celebrating Christmas on December 25th is a way of giving thanks and celebrating the end of a difficult year, while also looking forward to the hope and promise of a new one. Another theory is that Christmas was set on December 25th to coincide with the Roman holiday of Saturnalia, which celebrates the beginning of winter. This was a time for feasting and celebration, and the timing of Christmas followed the same tradition. Even if we were to assume that all Christians believe in the existence of Jesus and that Christmas is about celebrating his birth, This doesn't mean Jesus beat Santa for the heart of Christmas. The number of Christians worldwide is decreasing. At the same time, the number of people who do not identify with any religion, including atheism, agnosticism, and secularism, is also increasing. On the other hand, Santa still has tradition, marketing, and children hoping his presence as a reward for being good, driving his egregore. Finally, believing in Santa has traditionally been considered childish. I'd suggest that not believing in him is. Reaching the age where we realize that Santa is not a real person that performs an impossible feat every year is a rite of passage. It happens when you're at the age to begin to question your parents' viewpoints, but you're not old enough to understand that some things exist outside of the immediate physical world. This holiday season, open your eyes to the truth that is all around you. Santa is genuine. He exists. He might not be a single magical individual, but isn't it better this way? He is not some all-powerful being that we never really see. Instead, he's a spirit of kindness and giving that touches everyone that believes in him. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Have a happy holiday and a Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) 